0: How about an extra dose of happy today? Hey, everybody. As summer is upon us, we are going to be sprinkling in some Best of Decorating Tips and Tricks episodes. We do these each year, and I think you guys actually really enjoy bringing back some of the Best of episodes, and it also gives our new listeners an opportunity to catch up and hear all the good stuff that came before they found us. So we hope that you enjoy this Best of episode. Without further ado... This is Decorating Tips and Tricks. How to be
1: happier in your home. Everybody can be a little bit happier. You know, Kelly, I just think about Pinterest and Instagram and how's and how it's such a fabulous source for information for us, inspirational ideas, just you get so many great ideas for doing things in your house, but sometimes we look at these pictures and then we look at our houses and go, wah, wah. I mean, I think there's really a dark side to all of this in that a lot of people end up being really unhappy with their homes. And I think it's just a really a sad thing for someone to kind of do this comparison thing and then just feel unhappy with what they have. Right. So we're going
0: to help you today shake that off. Everybody does it. You're not alone. I mean, gosh, you know, no matter who you are, you looking and saying, "Oh, I wish I had a wraparound porch," or you know, "Why does she get all that natural light?" (laughs) Or, (laughs) or, "I wish I had more square footage," you know, or other people that I wish I had less square footage. You know, it's the more um, trim around my windows, less trim around my windows. (laughs) You know, I have straight hair. I wish I had curly hair. You know, there's that, and then there's the oh, you know, I wish I had the budget for that but there are uh you know so much of life is attitude and perception anyway and there's definitely a way to take in all this great information and be inspired by it and use it as a kickstart to do things in your home and make plans for the future and think about well if i don't have a wraparound porch in this house then i'm gonna in my next house i'm gonna have a wraparound porch and and Turn it into positive rather than just ended up feeling, uh, you know, weary and uh, less than because you spent a session on Instagram or Pinterest.
1: Yeah. So I think there's a lot of little things we can do to improve our experiences in our homes that will make us have a much better feeling about our homes where we're just going to feel more content and happier. And I, the thing I wanted to start with is making sure you get, keep things picked up as much as you can. Because I think that is probably one of the biggest issues people have with their home is the clutter. And I think sometimes people think I need a bigger house. I need more storage when maybe the answer is just getting rid of some of the stuff. And, you know, we've had episodes before on this clutter, but I definitely wanted to include it today because I think, uh, I just kind of tell you how much happier I am with my home since I straightened up my closets and my, uh, drawers and you wouldn't think it would make such a big difference in my happiness but it, it it's really made a oh, it's a, a tremendous big difference.
0: difference and it doesn't even have to be this you know annual or every six months big deal and clean it all out just keeping up with it on a daily basis will keep your base level of happiness uh, very high i know for me because i am a bit, a bit of a clean freak what i am n- never happier in my home then when it is just freshly cleaned and tidied <laughs> up and mm-hmm. it causes me a lot of stress. I say to this my girls, I mean, I just adore my girls, but one is now, spinning out of it but the other one is like heavy into the teenage slob scene just like Uh takes uh her uniform off and it just lands where it is and it's it will stay there uh you know opens drawers she doesn't shut the drawers i mean this is she's a wonderful girl at all accounts but she can't shut a drawer like and i can't i can't even go into her room sometimes i just stresses me out and i was like um are you wait a minute wait a minute
1: are you saying at some point this stops uh, yes. What it happens? Is. Because I'm not sure. I've never heard of this. What happens? No, it did. It did for Ava. She just
0: turned over a new leaf. I think because of the all the years that she just saw, you know, just like so many things. And you see them out in public and all of a sudden they're saying, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Great. Whereas, you know, a year before they'd kind of hide behind you a little bit and not <laughs> not greet someone. All of a sudden, maybe everything she saw going on in the house where there's a place for everything. I put everything away. Everything oh, was well, clean. She wants to have a room this way. She's uh, almost the borderline fanatical about her dorm room. Oh really? So So I have I have great hopes for Laura as well. Good, good. But right now we're not there. But I'm just saying I just know for myself if I just I now just take it to closing the door because I don't have
1: an hour mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. plus to clean up in there. And I really shouldn't be my job. Right. And sometimes just shutting a door is the best it's thing you can do for your piece of mud. Right, right. Uh, and I was thinking about a few rules that I've instituted in the house because it, receipts are left everywhere. Every time someone goes to the grocery store or the hardware store and I'm teaching my family, you know, you don't have to set this here. You can walk a few steps more and here's the file that it goes in. And uh, of course, Oh, God bless you. You keep the receipts. I'm a chucker. <laughs> well, but uh, yeah. Well, it just, it just, it, it just, there's, yeah, they go in a drawer. But then, you know, later, if they're not needed, they're thrown out. But it's just best to have all that because just who knows what's going Because you just never know.
0: Well, but right here so- it is. The point being that if you, uh, if you have to do a big purge, do it. We've talked about this before, we can reference other episodes where we talk right. about in step by step how you can do that, but just the daily tidying up, just you know keep going, put it where it goes. Don't leave it on the counter. you know if there are people in your family not playing along, try your best to get them to play along. You will feel so much better if things are where it's supposed to be.
1: Also, if you're
0: a person who hasn't completely settled into your house, maybe you're thinking this is, uh, you know, our sort of stepping stone to the next place, or I'm only renting this for six months. You know, six months of happiness is worth a lot. Um, Settle in. That doesn't mean you have to, you know, get custom draperies made, but unpack the boxes, make sure it feels like a home. Have, you know, don't have
1: half of your life in cardboard. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to go back to the tidying up for just a second Uh, because, yeah, we've talked about the decluttering, but to have to have some daily habits that don't get you into a bind again. So I used to let things pile up that needed to be filed. So now as soon as the mail comes in, the things that need to go in the trash, go in the trash, things go in the file, go in the file. So there's no pile because I would let the pile get to this huge pile at the end of the month. I would have to sit there for an hour to go through it. But when I just deal with it, as it comes in, that pile is not stressing me. So, uh, you know, that sort of thing. And then when the things come out of the dryer, I mean, and uh, true confession, I have stuff sitting out, from the dryer from a couple of days ago, so I'm not always doing this, but I'm trying to file to not file to fold things as soon as they come out of the dryer. So there's just some little habits like that. As soon as you get out of bed, make your bed. As soon as the stuff comes out of the dryer, fold it up. These are simple little habits that can make you you happier as far as just keeping your house straight. And- Very true. Very true. And then back to what you were saying about um, kind of getting settled in. I think sometimes people move into homes and they say, well, we're not going to be here this long. This isn't my forever home. I'm only going to be here for a year or two. And then they don't even do anything about decorating the house with this because they have this very temporary attitude. And then one year turns into two, turns into five, turns into 10, and they've done nothing. And you haven't really felt like it's your house. And so I really think it's definitely worth decorating. And if you know, for example, you may say, okay, well, I'm moving. I know I'm moving in two years. So don't spend a lot of money on things that will stay with the house, but you can still buy some bedding that you like. You can buy some artwork. You know you know the stuff that you're going to take with you to your next house. Go ahead and You know, focus on those things, but just don't focus on, you know, redoing your kitchen or something, you know, if you know you're not going to get that money back or, you know, you're moving. So that's kind of that mentality, I think, also is part of that, helping you to feel like it's a home and not some temporary resting place. Definitely. I am working with a family right
0: now and I walked into their home and I thought they had just moved in last week. Uh but they'd actually been there for a year and a half. And not only did they just have so much to purge, but they, so much of their lives were still in boxes and they just seemed a little stuck. So that and no place to even sit, just, you know, they were kind of in a sense perched in this house. They were not really living there. So we're working through a lot of things to get them happier in their house. And, and that's was so rewarding that, first time i laughed i the wife who did not she looked like oh, like shell-shocked when I first got there. She looked relaxed, a little oh. bit more relaxed anyway. And she told me she's already feeling happier. So I left, I came back the second time. And when I walked in the second time, that's what she told me, they're already feeling happier, which well, I was just thrilled with.
1: See, that that clutter, it just causes stress and then living mm-hmm. out of boxes and it just causes anxiety. And then it kind of gives you that feeling of, this is not a happy place. I can't wait to get out of it. Whereas if you just say, you know what, I'm here- let's enjoy the here and now, let's get this house, you know, to a place where we can enjoy it. It just changes your complete attitude about the house. I, that, what a wonderful story. No, about it's so her. true because if you, if you have that mentality, like, well,
0: you know, I'm only going to be here for this time. So, you know, so what does that mean? You should just live in an uncomfortable way for whether it's three months, six months, a year. And as Anita said, sometimes the, the You know, it turns into a year and a half or you're looking for a new place and it doesn't work out. So you've kind of wasted all that time and caused yourself to be uncomfortable at the very least and probably stressed out or having this underlying level of stress that you might not even actually be
1: recognizing, but is for sure there. So that's just silly to do that. Well, and I was thinking, too, about how people suffer with having an uncomfortable sofa, an uncomfortable mattress, and how that just makes you so unhappy. And a lot of times you can go get a sofa probably for less than you think you can. Mm or a new, now there's so many op- options for new mattresses, so many online options. I mean, don't suffer through this. There's probably a very uh, reasonable option out there where you can get it replaced. And if you have a sofa, an old one, you can probably sell it somewhere and make a little money to pay for the the next one. Uh, so, but that's the sort of thing too, that I think makes people feel just, you know, and you may not even have a, kind of fully realize what's going on but you just have a bad feeling about your house. Mm-hmm. But if it so you it's really important to have this place where you can sit or take or sleep and just be comfortable.
0: Yeah, because you know we are all about creating not only a beautiful home. But when we say that, we're really talking about a beautiful home in all regards, in that it makes you feel good, that it's welcoming to guests, that it's a sanctuary for your family. Now, that would be a big, long tagline to say every time. So we just say we're inspiring you to create a beautiful home. But really, all of that and more goes into uh, the spirit of this podcast. We believe so strongly that your home uh, and the decor, it's really about the way it makes you feel. It's Sure, it's about the pretties and it's about the colors going together and the flow and all of that. But why is that important? It's important because of the way it makes you feel. Psychology and mood and feeling are so integral and such a part of interior design that you you have to take that into account and how it's going to impact yourself and your family. So it's not just Frivolous. In fact, it's really kind of one of the most important things that you can do is to create this space. It doesn't have to be wildly expensive, and it doesn't have to have the best woods or you know um, hand scraped barn reclaimed <laughs> wood floors or all that. <laughs> right, right. You know, it, it has to make you feel good and make your family feel good or whoever's living there with you. Um, so think about how does a room make you. Feel. And if it's not making you feel great, then use these tips. Think about other ideas how you can make it feel great. It may just be something simple like, uh, you know, getting some fresh air circulating in there, you know, adding a plant. Changing the drapery so you get more natural
1: light. Or taking them down. Or taking them down, right. Well, what about this? Because I see this over and over and over again where things get broken and people say, I'm not going to fix that right now. You know, I'm, I'm not going to focus on it. And then something else breaks and then something else. But it's something where you can kind of work around it like it's a light switch or a lamp that doesn't work. And then you have a house full of broken things. And then people are like, that's it. I'm moving. But then they fix all the broken stuff because you have to get it fixed to sell your house. And then I just, this is what happens. Then then I've seen people say, well, I like my house. I don't want to move now. Because now all the stuff that, that was bothering about the house is now fixed. And so then they begin to love it again. So don't wait till you're moving to get those little nagging things fixed, because it's probably bothering you more than you realize. And so go ahead and get it fixed now so you can enjoy it, because you know you're going to have to do it when you move anyway. Okay, I got to go then because I got to go fix this doorknob. (laughs) It's so true. I mean,
0: usually I get right on something, but the the old, old doorknobs, there's one in um, one of the upstairs bedrooms that comes off. Every once in a while, in your hand, and it's just <laughs> such a bear to fix it, and it just—it's really not. Has serious. anyone gotten stuck in there yet? Oh yeah, you have to go. I mean, think of <laughs> this: we have two staircases because you have to go down and then back around through and up through the staircase in the kitchen to be able to open mm-hmm. the door. Oh, so, that's funny. But it's so annoying, you know. And it's just something like I'm like, oh yeah, I got to do that. Oh yeah, I got to do that. But you know, I have to take. It's going to take me 45 minutes or longer to sort it out again. Uh, but it happens every once in a while. Um, Let me just jump back to something that Anita started saying in the beginning about the, I think maybe where she was going with sort of the comparison thing where you're looking at these beautiful things. And instead of saying, oh, wow, that just filled up my tank by looking at this beautiful picture, it it made me feel bad about what I have going on. So you know, if that's happening to you, and believe me, it happens to all of us, as I said, just step away from the social media for a while just don't keep doing that to yourself. Let me say, oh, let me see if I can find another one. It'll make me even feel worse. You know, <laughs> let me find something, you know, don't yeah. do it. Just step away for a little bit, because then that's not healthy and it's not fun.
1: Or um, there might it- be certain accounts, just don't follow them or don't, or, or like you said, just take a break from social media. And if it's making you feel worse, just step away. It's if it's, it's not that's not listen to back
0: episodes of decorating tips and tricks. Well, we're
1: here for you. And there are no pictures. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, it's really it's, it's just very sad. I hear this a lot uh, from people that they just had to stop watching, you know, looking at Pinterest or Instagram because it, it was too upsetting to them. I mean, yeah, and there's some and amazing you know, houses there.
0: Right. And, you know, I and I hope that doesn't happen to anyone, but I, I think it has a, happens to everybody a little bit. Uh, but if it's happening to you a, a lot and you're just making you feel bad about it, step away. You don't need to do that. And and keep in the back of your mind, if you are not peeking and looking that, you know, people are very selective on what pictures they're taking, you know. There could be major chaos going on behind them, but they've created this vignette in the corner and they're going to take a picture of it. Well,
1: and the other thing is, if you've got some photography skills, you can make a room look a lot better than if you don't have experience doing that. So you may take a picture and go, well, my house doesn't look anything like that, but it may just be that you don't have the lighting right for the right. picture. But you know, with the right lighting, your, your room would look just as fantastic as this room that you're seeing on Instagram. Right. So keep so in mind, yeah, yeah that it, there's a lot of tricks and people brought in fresh, 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 bleh, fresh flowers and things like that because this is their job. Right. So So just take a breather
0: on that Mm -hmm. and, you know, don't let that bring you down. It's supposed to be a place where, you know, it inspires you and makes you, uh, you know, generate your creative juices and get ideas. But if it's not doing that right now, step away. But here is something that, you know, if you are looking and if there are things that you want to do in your house, instead of feeling like, I'll never get to do that or I'll never have that or have, get an idea, make a plan. Break it down into manageable pieces, whether that means manageable budget wise or manageable. Oh, I only have, you know, three hours on a weekend to devote to this project. Break it down in increments that you can handle and then start chipping away at whatever you want to do to your home. And over time you will accomplish it. And, but along the way you will get such satisfaction from getting it done and from making that transformation or adding that feature to your home. And then you'll ultimately get to enjoy it when it's done. It's going to bring you so much happiness. I just finished my laundry room and it was 65% done for the longest time. And it was just, you know, it's out in the barn. I didn't really need to I wasn't in there all the time. My family was not clearly my family was not spending any time in there. It was really just me. And I was like, you know, I you know, I'll get to these shelves. I'll I'll make them pretty the way I wanted to, but I not today. And oh, uh, you know, and then it even got to the point where it really needed to be vacuumed and the laundry was piling up. And I was just like, oh, I just don't have the time. And then I got invited to be on this blog tour with these laundry rooms. And I was like,
1: that'll whip you into shape. Yeah, exactly.
0: It was like someone coming over to visit your laundry room. And I thought, I first, I was like, oh God, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to put this pressure on myself. But (laughs) I said, no, yes, do it. And I cannot tell you guys, I just like broke it down. Okay. I could get this many hours this day, this day, this day, this day. And I had plenty of notice. I was so happy with myself. I actually, now- go out and just look at it. Like the other day, I just left the light on for a little while. So I would have to go back out and <laughs> look at it again. I mean, you know, it's certainly not the most beautiful laundry room on planet earth. It doesn't have any natural But light. it's
1: making it's, you no, happy, but right? But the fact
0: that I accomplished it and it finished it and I, I, you know, I made it the way I wanted to, I'm so pleased. It makes me really happy. So you can find that even on a small scale.
1: Well, uh, speaking in your own home. Speaking of a small scale, what you're talking about might take some effort time wise or money wise, but I have some ideas for just some simple things, small expense that I found with me have made me so much happier. So uh, what I was thinking about is how we do these chores every day, like washing the dishes and just, it can, just be kind of meh meh meh. But I've noticed that I when love the- washing the dishes. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, you probably you, no, are I don't. you joking or you don't? I don't okay. really like that. Well I uh, like you're organizing weird. the dishwasher though. I do enjoy you're, that. You're a little on the odd side. I oh, thought yeah. she might because she does like to clean. But I've noticed like maybe the sponge is starting to not look so good. No, I don't like that. No. And then I get more and then I'm just like, oh I'm touching this gross sponge. Blah, blah. So I mean that's another thing. Oh, so I, I bet just- Evie does not touch a gross sponge. No. no, no, no. Oh, well, she's got gloves for everything. Uh, try, she has a, the latex gloves. Gloves. I think she uses them every day for something <laughs> that she might have to touch that might be gross. So, But anyway, I'm just thinking, you know, the, change out your sponge. I mean, if it's gross, change it out. And I got some really cute dishwashing gloves with kind of a little ruffle on the end of them. Oh, stop. Stop. And, at TJ Maxx but you know I found some on Amazon too I'll include the link for them but I thought you know it's just little things like that that you feel like okay what is it 10 bucks and these cute gloves and then it just makes me a little happier when I'm doing the dishes and and then I went with something a little more um environmentally friendly and sustainable in going with some bamboo handled uh sponges to clean out glassware and some a bamboo handled dishwashing brush. And it, I honestly, when I'm doing dishes, it makes it so much more pleasant for me and for Evie to make her happier. I got her a pink handled brush. And so she's oh. just like so excited about it. And then I got her a pink handled, a duster oh. for her bedroom. Oh, my. And, and she's like, Oh, I can't wait to use this! Yes, my plan is working. Whoa! Well, I'm telling you, I yeah, with the kids and my kids in her twenties, but you know we couldn't get her to walk the dog to save our lives. And, uh, I thought I'm going to get her this cute dog walking purse to put her phone in. A dog walking purse. I, yeah. Well, it wasn't expensive, but I got her that. I thought she's going to want to dock the dog to get the cute purse to use a cute <laughs> purse. But you know what? I, my, my fail, my plan failed because I didn't realize you could use the purse without walking the dog. I was going to say, see, there I was mean, a flaw. It was, there the was dog a dog attached to the purse.
0: That was the only way that was <laughs> no, there. No,
1: no. There was a, a flaw to my plan. So yeah. then I re- came back thought about it some more came up with another mm-hmm. plan and i got her it was vastly on sale it was very cheap um compared to the original price but i got her a designer uh dog leash oh and i am here to report that dog is walked every day now oh my i Just am not she gets to hold the leash wow you would not think it true but it is <laughs>
0: You would not think Evie was that shallow, but maybe she is. <laughs>
1: I'm just saying I'm it works. just joking. I no, love that no, Evie no. girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I'm just saying, but it, it works for... It works for people. It, it works for me. It does the yeah. same thing for me. I I'm enjoying doing the dishes when I've got my fun, you know, pretty things. Right. So you know, put your soap, uh, your dishwashing soap, in a pretty container so that you're not looking at an ugly container sitting out by your sink. You know, just put a little extra effort into these things so that you know, so you feel like you're. It's a special time, whatever it is you're doing.
0: Yeah, yeah, I so agree, and there are little tricks that you can do too. Um. You may have a lot of really heavy furniture, like sort of clumpy, uh, you know, like furniture that comes to the floor where it's really solid. Do you know that if you add in some furniture with legs or switch out the clunky furniture, you are going to get a sense of more space? A little bit airiness, Mm -hmm. right? Lighter, Brighter. It's going to change the look of your room simply by the leg of your furniture. But you're going to have to dust under it now. Well, then you have your pretty duster and you're all excited. (laughs) Okay. Something like this. And also creating little nooks. Now, Anita and I joke with you guys. Oh, we'll set up a chair with like a little poof with a design book on it. And we Mm kind of laugh mm -hmm. like, oh, but we have no time to ever sit there. Okay. Even if you don't sit there, create these little nooks, because I'm going to tell you, every time I walk past one of my little, and I'm using nook in like air quotes, because it Mm could be a corner. It could be sure, like a a certified nook, like under your staircase. It could be just a use of a, a little space in your bedroom in the corner. So like we were just talking about our one of our listeners, Amy, and she created this little nook in her bedroom just with a chair in the corner mm-hmm. and some pillows. Create these little spaces in your house i 'm sure no matter how small your house is there's going to be a space to do something like this, a little destination, a little oasis that you know you you're striving to get there to take a look at your magazine or or to you know, look at your emails or just chill and relax or meditate or think about happy thoughts or something like that. Have a look around your house and see if you could create something like that, and I bet you can do it from stuff you already have. you know drag over a little side table uh you know, pull up a little chair, get a throw uh, you know even if you gotta pull one a seasonal one out, you know just feel it out and if you like it then maybe you update it with you know new items that you that you then go and buy specifically for that space but little nooks do a lot for your home to make it feel uh
1: welcoming and cozy and add a little bit of happiness to it well and while you're talking about that i started thinking about Your bedroom, I mean, making that into a retreat and not treating it like it's a laundry room or a catch-all. I mean, I would respect your bedroom as much as it's the living room in your house. This is your special space, and this is where you need to be sleeping. So if as you walk in your bedroom, you feel stressed because there's piles of stuff or exercise equipment that you don't use, it's it's not going to be a pleasant experience. So I mean, I would clean clear out any extra clutter um, and just make sure it's very peaceful and restful, so that you can go in there and and feel like even if you don't have time to read a book, as long as it's relaxing going in your bedroom, then to me, then then you've accomplished something. Anita, that is so important. And for years, especially when my girls were you know
0: littler, I used our bedroom. I knew what I wanted out of our bedroom uh, I wanted it to be a bedroom sanctuary. I wanted to feel relaxed when I went in there but it just became this catch-all exactly what you're saying. There were piles of laundry on the bed that I had good intentions of folding throughout the day but then I forgot they were there because I was downstairs you know making snack after school snack and whatever and then I went upstairs to go to sleep and all the the, the clothes were there. And then all the clothes were there. And then I had to throw them on the floor and then the clean clothes are getting tossed on the floor. And then it's just this cycle. And so I said to myself, when we moved into this house, okay, everybody's, my kids are old, a little bit older. Um, you know, they're also not going to be climbing into my bed to watch Barbie movies like they used to in our other house, which was cute and charming and all of that. But that's not really, in fact, one time I came home and there was one of the neighbor kids in my bed too. And they all three of them were watching a movie together. And I was like, <laughs> wait a minute, this is my room. But, you know, and I said to myself, this is going to be a sanctuary. And it took some time. But I really have done it. We, uh, you know, uh, it's personal preference. But we have no TV, and we do use the iPad for watching TV in bed. Uh, but the laundry does not come up there anymore. I don't have random children from the neighborhood in my bed anymore. <laughs> um, you know, it, I shut the door. I don't even like. I try not to let the dogs even go in there. Ah, uh, you know, even once in a while, if I'm taking a shower, the master bath is off the bedroom. I have a candle. I even have a pretty. uh matches like someone had given me years ago like like not just a matchbook but like an actual case it's made of like it's lacquered or something like that oh and you have refillable matches in. Mm-hmm. and somehow mm-hmm. just having those makes me feel so snazzy and i like the candle with those and then i tuck it behind there so you can't see them and then i'll have the candle on while i'm taking a shower which seems like oh that's so luxurious i mean you know what happens next does she have an in room massage no probably while i'm in there i might you know, take the scrubbing brush and like clean the tile, but I still have my candle <laughs> but going. You know, just, but she likes that. You don't have to I do like that. that. I That's do like just that. what she's doing. But you know but, what I'm saying? You know, it's just, it's yeah. stolen moments. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a whole day of spa treatments. It's like, I put this candle on and it makes the big difference to me. It right. makes me well, happy.
1: Well, and, or in essential oils. All these things to have a lovely scent in your home. What about playing some beautiful music? Yeah. I mean, and now you can just do the Spotify or, you know, whatever music um, Pandora on your phone. And that one woman band, Alexa. She play as anything Yes, I exactly. I mean, all these things are going to make you be able to enjoy your home so much more. What about having friends over more often? And maybe it's a potluck thing where you're yeah. not having to do all the cooking. Oh, with the potluck. You know, I hate oh, those. I know you some don't. Those. I know that makes me very unhappy. <laughs> That's you. I know, I know, but or I know, but I'm just saying, other it, people, it some other people, people like that. Some people like it. Yeah.
0: Personalize your space. We reference this a lot, but this is really important in the happiness realm. It's going to make you happy to look at pictures of your friends, your family, your kids, your pets, places you love, people, pets, places, all these good things. So. Add some personalization to your home, even if you're going to be just there for a little while. Make it part of you.
1: Yeah. And I was thinking, too, what about uh, a gratitude journal? I mean, that's probably something that's going to make you happier in general. But, you know, these are just kind of things or maybe things that you appreciate about your house. I mean, there's just so many things. It's, It's really all about... Uh, changing your environment as much as you can to make it as happy a place, but also it's changing kind of how you feel inside about your house. So I think it's kind of both sides, uh, inside and outside, but it's just so important to have a house that welcomes you, that's, that's cozy, that's inviting for you. It's so important to have a place where you can appreciate it. So part of it is changing your attitude about your house and part of it is doing as much to your house as you can to make it as much like what you want as possible.
0: Yeah, and Anita touched on it we talked about it in the beginning too. It you know, it is your attitude too. So, you know, shake it off if you're feeling bad about your house, shake it off and these are great concrete tips, things that you can really take to the happiness bank and you know, get take some happiness out with it. These things will work. So, tidy Personalize, create small nooks, you know, have a plan for something you want to do. Break it down into manageable pieces. Uh, if you can, change out your furniture to have more furniture with legs and less clunky furniture. Uh, what am I missing? And, you know, make your bedroom a sanctuary.
1: All that. Well, I mean, think you buy some special cleaning supplies or something so that it's a more festive experience for you when you're cleaning. That was one thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. uh fixing things that are broken, getting rid of the clutter. Kind of cleaning as you go. Right. All those right. Things.
0: The the tidy habits. All good. So do you, besides your roughly uh
1: dishwashing gloves, do you have a, a new crush this for this episode? Well, th- actually I have a wonderful experience that we had uh just selling uh or just buying a car, I should say we're getting ready to sell our car to them uh, with CarMax. Wow. So uh, I just thought I'd give them a shout out because we had a great experience. Evie bought her car there. I don't think anybody, I mean, maybe other people with CarMax, but like, no,
0: like, I, selling and buying a, a used car, I had a great experience. How
1: many people have you heard say that? So, well, wow. I know, but that's why I wanted to mention yeah. it because I mean, they're not, they're not sponsoring this episode, but I just wanted to give a shout out. And my, my man, Robert at the, uh, Southwest freeway CarMax here in Houston, uh, was just wonderful to work with and, uh, it was a great experience. So we're getting ready to sell her old car there. That's uh terrific. Uh, on- Yeah, I know this week. So yeah, so check them out in your area. And
0: congratulations to Evie for her new car. She sent me a picture with her in front of it. So cute. And a couple of things. I do have a crush, but Mm -hmm. I want to mention to everyone, and we keep forgetting to tell everybody about this. We started to put together a decorating tips and tricks email list, and Mm -hmm. we don't know when we're going to get around to Sending out an email (laughs) to you guys because you know you listen to us and that's great too. But suffice to say, we will get in touch with you when we've got some really good things to share. We'll have the link to sign up for the decorating tips and tricks email in the show notes. And as far as my crush, now I tried to turn Anita Jean onto these a while ago, but I don't think she's uh, gone for it, but maybe she will now. It's these uh, Italian suede driving shoes, like driving uh, loafers, moccasins, if you will. Oh, well, oh no, I'm very interested in those. No, I know you're interested, but you haven't. I, I haven't bought them yet. yet. Yes. No, I haven't and bought you them yet. Keep, I'll keep you posted on uh, if they have any sales because I get their emails. So anyway, I don't know how I learned about this company. It came across and normally I don't buy a pair of shoes online, but I had always wanted a pair of really nice black suede loafers and you know, there's driver's shoes but you you don't just drive in them you can do whatever you want in them. but mm-hmm. it's the company could, is M yeah. Gemi. so m period g e m i and I'll leave the link and the ones that I love are the uh, the Felis suede loafer. Now these are handmade in Toscano Italy so you, it, so the price point for them is a little high but nowhere near what this kind of shoe would cost if you went to a retail store to get it because they're taking out the middleman. So Did on, you get some yet? Of course I did. I could not talk about them without knowing. Oh, okay. I have them on right now. Um, they're fabulous. And you could even use them, dare I say, for indoor shoes like Anita does because oh. you could just say, I'm not wearing this outside. They come in the most fabulous colors. And again, of course. Oh, those are beautiful. I'm not, looking at them right yeah, now. Yeah, they're not mm-hmm. sponsoring us, but, you know, maybe they will someday. I do some like shoes. the colors. Well, and they have a leopard print. They do. And they have all kinds of different shoes and boots and they have high heels and stuff like that. But this is the one that I got and I absolutely love it. Now, I would not, even though Anita and I have the same shoe size we found out last week, I would never let her borrow these because they kind of mold <laughs> to your foot. You know, oh. I mean if she really needed them I would give her one. But I'm sure you would. They mold your foot. So it's so fabulous. Like it's truly fa- they feel better every time I put them on. But here's the thing too. They come in the mail in this beautiful box and then it has a tag on it with your name handwritten on them. Oh, stop yeah, it. Yeah. By the person who made them. Okay? Oh. Yeah. these are definitely worth it.
1: Yeah, they're their leather pump mules are Gorgeous Do yeah. They have a bow on them. Very beautiful. Very beautiful. So
0: these, uh, the yeah, ones not, that I love, a, have yeah. um, seven hundred and forty-two uh, five-star reviews. So I'm not alone. Wow. But anyway, they're fab. Yeah, I'll put the link in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And we have a listener question. Oh, exciting! Okay, Jackie W. Jackie, Jackie. Is, hey, Jackie. Yeah, yeah. She's a frequent flyer to decorating tips and tricks questions, and we love her questions. They're always really. Um, sort of broad base where right? they could help mm-hmm. a lot of people. So uh Jackie's uh, question today is about flooring. She does say she's uh, kind of a carpet girl and that's okay, Jackie. We're not anti-carpet girls. It's just, you know, we really like the hardwood, I, you know, where we live, we both live in warmer clients and we have dogs and all this sort of thing. But so she's saying with the hardwood, she's thinking about changing her laminate to hardwood. And I guess she's mm-hmm. got carpet and maybe the bedrooms and things in her house. So she's asking, number one, what do we do about area rugs when we've got them down on the hardwood as far as cleaning? you know, Do you go around them? Do you have to go too far under them? Do you remove the rug? What do you do? And um, do we have any suggestions for going with the hardwood, particularly
1: in a kitchen or a dining room? Okay. Well, I wanted to start with the last question that she mentioned about using them in the dining room or the kitchen. I think they're fabulous in a dining room. And I don't think there's any issue at all using them in a dining room. And I do like the look of an area rug under the table. Uh so the main thing with that is to make sure you get a rug that is going to stand up to food that might be dropped on it. So you don't want a cotton rug, you're probably going to want something like wool or one of the indoor outdoor rugs or something that's going to repel uh you know any kind of foods with oils or anything like that on them if if it gets dropped on the rug. So I don't see that being an issue. In the kitchen um you do have to be careful. We've had situations where the power's gone out and ice is melted on the floor. And I've had a couple different floors in kitchens. I've had the the laminate. I've had engineered wood and uh, solid hardwood flooring. And I recently had a situation where somebody was in the refrigerator, a guest, and spilled about a cup of water on the hardwood floor right in front of the refrigerator. And but now it the solid hardwood floors i think are going to handle that better than than the other flooring types because i've had issues with with the laminate and with the engineered wood getting that amount of water on it and being uh permanently ruined and those that little section had to be replaced but with the solid hardwood floor i have um reclaimed hardwood so it's very old but I think it's similar with brand new, but the solid hardwood, it kind of buckled up at first, kind of uh, curled. And then as the wood dried out, it just went completely back into place. So, I mean, you, so it's going to respond if it does get a cup or more water on it. Uh, but it, if it's solid wood, it should go back to its regular shape after some time. Now, if it's more water than that, I don't know what would happen um but i like the look of the hardwood in the floor so i would definitely do that again um but if you're if that's would be a if that's gonna if that would bother you then i would probably not put a hardwood floor in there but the engineered wood i don't think it's gonna hold up as well to the water that's that's my uh, feeling about it my experience i don't know what's yours kelly
0: yeah no that's really good advice and i do have hardwood in my kitchen and my dining room. I have it throughout my entire house. Uh, Both floors are hardwood. Both levels, I should say, are hardwood floors. And um, I have not had any problem. And I have a very active kitchen. We eat in there almost every night. and, And every other meal is usually had in there. The dogs hang out there primarily. I don't have a problem with it at all. And it leads out to our backyard. So people are in and out of those doors all the time. There is the option of those tiles that look like wood. And let me tell you, they are pretty fantastic. Oh, that's right. That's a great option. Yeah. I've got a few samples of that because we thought maybe we would do that in the barn, but it was just too big of an area. It was just going to be too expensive. So we just stuck with the cement and and stained the concrete. But had it not been a budgetary issue, I I probably would have done that out there. It looks so good. So I would try that if you're concerned about it, um, especially if maybe, you know, tracking in some sort of, you know, muddy, you know, if we've got weather going on, which we don't really have too much of except the rain, uh, maybe look into that as an option. And as far as cleaning the floors, my bigger Area rugs, I usually just roll them back, particularly the sisals, because I feel like the natural sisals they they do shed, especially for the first couple of years you have them. So I like to vacuum under them. So I just fold it back on one side and vacuum, and then maybe if I'm going to do a um you know maybe about a wet cleaning as well, I'll do that, let it dry, fold them back, and then do the other side. If it's a smaller one that I can just roll up and take outside, I'll roll it up, take it outside, shake it clean the floor underneath and then vacuum the whole area so that's the way i handle it i know what you're saying jackie that somehow the dust and the crummy somehow how do they get under the rugs but they do mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah they do they do around the edges yeah for sure. and uh our
0: uh sponsor of decorating tips and tricks aunt fannies uh they're not really a sponsor today but i uh, Of course, we still love them every day, and I use Aunt Fanny's all the time to clean my floors. That's how I first got introduced to them, and then they ended up becoming sponsors of Decorating Tips and Tricks, because I think their products are amazing. Uh, I love the Lavender Vinegar Floor Cleaner in particular, and I use that on all my hardwood floors. Yeah, well, that sounds... Yeah, so go for it. Send us some pictures, Jackie, if if you decide to do it. We'd love to see what you're up to. I
1: know, exciting changes coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you have anything else? Helen? I'm good, yeah. All right. Well, I, as always, had a blast hanging out with you today. And thank you to listening to our podcast today. We love it. And remember, if you have any questions you want to submit to us or any tips or any Episode ideas, please send us an email to decoratingtipsandtricks at gmail.com. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.